Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to the show. Joining us on the show now, we have Gavin Bell, the football operations manager at the West Coast Eagles. Of course, they're having a very tough season. Got a question for Gavin? You can send it in on the Temper at Bedshed text line. That is oh four eight seven seven three six seven three six. Gavin, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Duff. Mate, it's a bit of a trudge this season. How's morale in the camp? Oh, look, the group has been um, really resilient. Um, to be honest, um, obviously we're disappointed with with our results. We're really disappointed with our second quarter on the weekend. But in terms of um, the internal internal dynamics of the group and of the staff, it's still really strong. We um, we've got a plan of where we want to head to. Uh, we've got a lot of work to do, um, and we're prepared to do that work. So we're just looking forward to doing that together, and and hopefully get some uh, results soon. So on the second quarter laps, one, how do you address these one quarter drop offs that you appear to be suffering in a lot of games? And two, how do you address the stoppage work? I think they kicked 40 points in a quarter from stoppage, which is extraordinary in the AFL. Yeah, you're right. We got uh, completely beaten around the ball um, in the contest and at stoppage. Um, the, the scores from stoppage, the metres from stoppage was, um, was enormous, to be honest. So uh, look, we're, we're challenged in there at the moment. Um, Bailey's as uh, our ruckman is is trying really hard and working his backside off, but um, Jared Witts is a is a dominant ruck, one of the best in the comp, and they're they're on ball brigade with um, Matt Rao and Noah Anderson. They're, they're a challenge for us, so they're a real challenge for us. So um, yeah, we've just got to keep doing the work um, with our coaches, uh, with our strength and conditioning staff to to give us the best opportunity to um, improve those areas. And I think that flows into being able to play four quarters of footy too. Being a younger side, it can be a challenge at times, but um, I think we're also seeing across the, the comp duff that when teams get momentum, it's really hard to stop. And um, when you've got some of the challenges that we face as well, it, it can make that even more difficult. Jack Petricelli went into the midfield uh, at times on Friday night and had a bit of impact at times, which probably sums up Jack's career to date so far. You see some nice glimpses from him, but at this stage, they're still just glimpses. Is that something we might see more of? Yeah, I definitely think while we're um, while we're working our way through to getting guys back, I think it's um, something that he adds a different dynamic in there. He, um, he is very quick and powerful, and, um, yeah, getting him in and around the football, whether it's um, on ball, whether it's half forward, whether it's a half back at some point, um, yeah, the more the more consistency we can get out of Jack, the better we're going to be. Jack Darling played on with a fractured arm on on the weekend. That was pretty brave and pretty tough. Um, how much footy do you expect him to miss? Uh, well, he's got his specialist appointment um, in the next day or two, so we'll have a little bit more detail by the end of the week. Um, but you're right, um, a, a tremendous effort uh, by Jack. He wanted to stay out there. He wanted to um, keep trying to help 
helped the team and helped his teammates. So it was, um, yeah, really brave and courageous by Jack. He has copped a lot of severe criticism. I've always thought that um, your fans are very quick to jump on Jack and, and that he's become a bit of a whipping boy for your fans. But he also copped criticism from other quarters. Does Is there a concern that when a player cops that criticism, his want to respond may override what is what is good for him? Um, like, do you think he was a little bit more determined to stay out there and help because of what had been said and written about him in the in the lead-up to the game? I haven't spoken to Jack about that. I wouldn't have thought so, Duff. Um, we understand that we're going to get criticism, whether it's an individual player, an individual staff member or the collective team. But in general, our fans have been um, fantastic support. Um, with that, we see we have continual people that come to, uh, to the airport when we leave and when we depart, which we really um, appreciate. We have a, a really loyal band of supporters that get to our waffle game every week and cheer behind the goals. So, uh, in general, our fans are tremendous support. They understand where we're at. Um, they're obviously not happy with the results, but they continue to support us um, through this time, and, and we really appreciate that. Campbell Chesser played waffle on the weekend. How did he go, and um, do you keep giving him game time at that level, or do you start looking to promote him back into the AFL? Yeah, he started really well, Chess. He played across half-back and uh, played a bit of time in the midfield. Um, he probably had 16 to 18 touches, I, I think, Duff. So, um, yeah, it was it was a great to see him out there. Uh, we're really excited because over the next few weeks we'll get some of our kids back, um, which is going to be great for us. Um, hopefully Noah Long and Rhett Bazo will be back. Uh, Elijah Hewitt should be back uh, in the next week or two as well. So, Getting some of the kids back, which will be fantastic. Um, unfortunately, there's no waffle game for us this week. But, um, yeah, really, really looking forward to getting the kids in and then as they, they get in and continue to learn and develop in, in the AFL system, hopefully some of our veterans and some of our elite players will, will get back into the side over the next few weeks or just after the bye too. So can you give us any update on time frames for Jerry McGovern, Nick Natanui, Luke Shuey and, and, and Elliot Yo? even if we're just talking in broad terms? Yeah, yo has been progressing really well. Um, we'd expect to see him in the next week or two. Uh, all things going well there. Uh, Luke's making good progress, um, thinking in and around the bye um, and Gov and Nick. Yeah, at this stage... Um, they're on track, and we sh- we would be expecting them probably just after the bye, Duff. When someone like Nick Natanui comes back, how do you bleed him in, if you like, to the to, to the team? We've seen Fremantle play Nathan Five twice as a sub in the in the last two weeks, and they wouldn't have ruled out yet that he might not do a third week as a as a sub this week. How do you make sure that you don't? overdo it with Nick, but also get the most out of him when he returns? Uh, well, I'd, I'd leave that decision to um, Simo coaching staff and our S&C, the best way to progress him in. But I guess what one of the byproducts, or if there is a silver lining, not too many, but if there is a silver lining out of this season, we've seen that Bailey can actually, he can compete and give us a, give us a um, good contest in there. So if he gets to play a bit more of a second ruck role, um, Bailey, or he can shoulder more ruck load than um, he, we would have expected him to do last year, then he and Nick can, can get to work. Now, whether that's 
Nick starts as a sub, whether he um, just jumps in and plays more forward time, I'm not sure. I'll, I'll leave that to Simo and the guys to, uh, to work through. And how will you structure up your tall forwards? I know this is probably more a coaching matter than a football operations manager matter, but um, you've been playing Jake Waterman as a backup ruckman and, um, and as well as a forward role. Obviously, Callum Jamison played on Friday night. Does the fact that Jack's not playing mean you go with two genuine rucks again and, and Jake becomes the, the permanent second forward? Is that what, what you would be thinking at this stage? Yeah, we've had a, we've had a look yesterday, and, and it's interesting your point earlier, Duff, about Jack and the criticism. Um, once his magnets come off the board, he leaves a really big hole. So um, he is an important player for us structurally. Uh, we know what he's capable of once he gets going. So yeah, that, we'll continue to work through that. Whether we look at someone else forward, um, mix things up a little bit. Uh, yeah, we'll just wait and see how the week unfolds. Just a player we haven't seen at all yet this year because of a serious pre-season injury, but we believe he's getting close. Where is Jack Williams at as far as uh, playing some footy? Yeah, so Jack, uh, he would have been available for Waffle this weekend. Uh, he sort of got through everything he needed to do after after the serious injury that he did cop. So we're um, looking forward to seeing Jack play the following week. Um, he's been... Um, yeah, really professional with his rehab and really committed to the team um, during this period of time that he's been out. He's been working at the Waffle Games, helping us out on the bench. Um, yeah, he's a fine young man. He's matured a lot and really hoping he gets a clean run at it for the back half of the season. He showed a bit too, didn't he? In those pre-season match simulations that you played, he did a couple of things. Well, I think there was a there was a contest and a crumb at ground level and a dodge around a couple of defenders for a for a goal, and you sort of go, you don't see many 197-centimetre players do that sort of thing. So um, he was yeah, just starting no, to show some real athleticism. Yeah, ab- absolutely. He uh, he's turned 19, I think, in December. So he's a, he's a young man. Um, he's got a lot of upside. Um, he's uh, learnt a lot last year. He was difficult being a forward um, in our waffle team last year. And, um, yeah, hopefully he'll get some more supply um, in the upcoming weeks with some better better player availability when he comes in. And, um, yeah, we might even look at him at some different roles as well. We'll just see how that unfolds. Will we see Jamie Cripps and Liam Ryan again this year, Gavin? And if so, when? Yeah, we're expecting them to. Um, but had a good chat with both guys yesterday. Uh, Cripp is making really good progress. Um, he's probably ahead of schedule. So he'd be after the after the buy between the buy towards the end of the season. Um, and Liam, yeah, he's in really good spirits. Um, he's he's working hard in his rehab and making good progress too. So we're expecting both guys to be back. Um, yeah, Jai Jai is the only one at this stage that um, yeah we 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 know that he won't be back this year. Are you definitely locked in to take a mid-season rookie draft pick, Gavin? That will happen, and and Jai goes on the long-term injury list. Is that how you do it? Uh, well, that's certainly an option for us. We haven't locked anything in. Um, we want to have a good look at the uh, players that are available. Um, and if there's a player there that um, our recruiting and coaching team think um, can help us improve, whether that's now or whether that's in the future, um, yeah, we'll look at the best possible talent. And if, if that's something, if that's someone that we think is um, going to help us going forward, then we'll certainly entertain that. And has the club begun to discuss at all whether they would go to the AFL and talk to them about draft concessions, like a priority draft pick at some stage, or is it too early to do that? 
No, we haven't had any of those discussions, stuff. Okay. Have you ever played in a game before where the loser wins? It's an eerie sort of thing that – and it's not your fault or Hawthorne's fault. It's just the way the AFL system works. But the the loser of this game probably gets the number one pick at the mid-season rookie draft if you wanted to take it. Uh no, well, I wasn't a very good player, Duff, so yeah, there was a lot of sitting on the bench. I think we've talked about this before. There's a lot of sitting on the bench for me. But, um, look, I, I mean, we're not looking at it in that in that light at all. We're, we're just trying to get better. Um, we're going to Tassie this week to try and win the game of footy. Um, we, we really are looking forward to getting these kids back. We're looking forward to getting some experienced players back and having having a much stronger second half to the season. So, um what will be will be this weekend and heading into the mid-season draft. But um, yeah, we're really focused on trying to get better and, and provide everyone, um, the people internally and our supporters, fans and sponsors externally with something to smile about and something to go to work with and, uh, and feel good about themselves because their, their teams had a good crack on the weekend. Gavin, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Really appreciate your time. We look forward to talking to you again in a couple of weeks' time, hopefully with another win under the belt. And uh, good luck down in Launceston. Yeah, thanks for having me, Duff. Gavin Bell, the football operations manager at West Coast. Of course, they will play Hawthorne in Launceston this weekend. We'll take a break. If you want to have your say on anything Gavin Bell has had to say or anything else you've heard on the show today, you can on the Temper at Bedshed text line. That is 0487 736 736. Back after the break.